What smells like shoe polish? Be quiet. We have a promo to do. I'm Jeff Ferry, and this is my hetero podcast mate, Chris Durkach. We are the hosts of the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. We break down the Kevin Smith films featuring Jay and Silent Bob one minute at a time, starting with Clerks. I have a hockey game at 12. Chris, please. So if you've ever worked a dead-end job behind the counter discussing Star Wars while slinging coffee, nudie mags, and cigarettes... Cancer merchant! Cancer merchant! Settle down! Or if you ever leaned outside a convenience store, secretly hated all your customers, or closed your place of business to attend a funeral, you should join us at Jay and Silent Bob Minute on DuelingGenre.com as we discuss the milkmaids, berserkers, and the significance of the number 37. In a row? Come for the clerks and stay for the rest of the Jay and Silent Bob Minute fun. Right, Chris? I'm not even supposed to be here today. Hello, and welcome to Rocky Minute, the daily podcast that analyzes the movie Rocky one minute at a time. I'm Jason Haynes. And I'm Doug Greenberg. Today we are knocking out Minute 44, which starts with... My first intro, everyone. Usually you hear Doug doing this, but uh, here we go. Begins with Rocky showing Adrian a picture and ends with Adrian actually carrying a conversation. Joining us. Oh, joining us today is... <laughs> we cut that part out. Joining us, joining us. This is my last intro. <laughs> joining us today is Travis Bow. Hey, how's it going? Hello, Travis. How are you today? Uh, happy to be here. Yeah. Yeah, we're glad to have you, man. Thanks for coming on. No problem. All right. So, who wants to start? Um, I've done enough damage already here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's save this episode. <laughs> all right. Well, Rocky says he carries pictures of all his fights with him. Which, go ahead, Travis. That should be a red flag right there. Yeah. yeah. And just just that in in and of itself is bizarre. Weird. Yeah. But but Sylvester Stallone said that he met a boxer at a bar about 10 years before this movie was made who carried pictures of himself in his wallet no pictures of his kid no pictures of his wife um but he carried pictures of himself from his boxing matches to show people and Stallone vowed one day that he would use that (laughs) and here we are he's got the perfect opportunity i guess i can kind of see that like so you're talking about somebody from what the 50s or 60s who you've got no other way of showing Mm -hmm. somebody you know, it's not like yeah. you can pull up a YouTube clip or pictures on your phone or, you know, obviously none of that exists. So I guess That's I can true. see like, yeah, I'm a fighter and I'm going to save any mention of my exploits that are that happen to make it to the newspaper. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to, you know, take that fame wherever I can go because it might get me a drink in a bar, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, possibly. But it's also um, maybe... Because the the stuff that he's showing her, he's reliving a, a miserable point in his life when, you know, we'll find out in a little bit what actually happened in a fight that he shows her. But he's proud of it. And you think maybe in a way it's him not forgetting where he started. 
you know, like I carry this around with me as like a reminder of all the shit that I've had to go through. Yeah, that could be. And especially thinking back to his apartment and having his picture of him, you know, as a mm-hmm. whatever age he was, like a little kid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hard to say. Maybe I'm looking too much into it. I don't know. I, don't, I have I no opinion on these pictures. It's <laughs> weird. I have no notes about them. I have no. I just. I don't know. I don't know what to make of this. It's, it is weird, man. It's not like today. To compare it to today, like you would take out your iPhone and you would scroll through your pictures and be like, "Oh, this is me," or whatever. But to actually carry the physical pictures around with you everywhere seems. It's not like somebody's snapping thirty-five millimeter yeah. pictures. Are these like newspaper cutouts? Yeah, I think so. And I, it's it's funny to me that he's pointing them out to her as if she's going to be able to see any of the detail that he's talking yeah. about. He's like, um, I forget exactly how he says. But he said something like, see how that works? Which is yeah, yeah. In a photo, but. But to put it into perspective for a second, though, you, like, we all carry pictures around with us because they're in our phone. But you're carrying it because it's a phone mm-hmm. and, like, a communication device. The pictures just happen to be in there. Um, if if you didn't have a phone, if they, these phones didn't exist, you wouldn't carry like a camera around and put out your camera and be like, oh, look at all my pictures of, right. of this. I know wallet pictures used to have like you know, that little plastic insert in the wallet that <laughs> held yeah. like four pictures and you have your whatever, your school picture in there or whatever you wanted in there. But I don't know. I think it's just weird carrying these pictures of his boxing matches around. <laughs> yeah. Although, I mean, in, in the early to mid 2000s, I mean, I carried a digital camera pretty much everywhere I went because really? it was, you know. Yeah, one of those little like uh, Canon, you know, handy cam kind of things. That, oh, yeah. That way you can capture anything that happens as it happens and those roll little, up uh, on MySpace when you get home. Yeah. You, know. <laughs> you have so, to plug the camera into the computer, exactly. load them. Yes, oh, yes. My God, what a nightmare. So I can kind of. I, I never. I mean, I don't know. Now I, think I, I, I have a camera, so I take pictures of everything. Yeah. Naturally. But, uh. Weird. Oh, well, whatever. It's rocky. It is Rocky. This things like this is what sum up Rocky to me. Yeah, and uh, it's interesting the fact that he really only knows how to talk about himself. Yes. To, to this yeah. point, you know, he hasn't asked her any questions or even given her much room to talk once he's even asked her a question. Because, um, like you kind of mentioned before, he says, "You know what I mean." Like after he says everything, but he doesn't yeah. wait. He doesn't pause. To let her say, oh, yeah, you know, I do know, I do yeah. know what you mean. Um, <laughs> so he's really just telling her things about himself and obviously now pointing out these past fights. Um, but it is understandable, though. Like, I think we all tend to start conversations by opening up about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, normally that that'll invite others to open up, which, you know, obviously she doesn't do much of. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I th- I think it's like it's a mix between his comfort zone and his defense mechanism is to talk about and explain why he is the way he is, which, again, going back to the making excuses and, and coming up with reasons why he's come up short in life or that kind right. of thing. So, Well, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> so I think he's talking about his dislocated finger again when he says, I originally did in the baby Crenshaw fight. I love the name, the fighters' names in this movie. Yeah. It's Mac Lee Green, Baby Crenshaw. Spider uh, Rico. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Great fighter names. But uh, Big Baby's about the size of an airplane. 
<laughs> and Rocky broke both of his hands on Baby Crenshaw's face. Like that's when he broke his finger. But that's like, and you carry that picture around with you. You yeah. fought an airplane and you broke your hands, mm-hmm. both hands on his face. Does he say if he won or not? He, he says, lost, right? "I lost that fight." Okay, but that's right. But it's a nice picture, don't you think? <laughs> yeah. See how he's, it works. He's a simple man. He likes simple things. Yeah. But that it's it's Maybe funny. That, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Maybe that's why you keep the picture around. Like I went up against Baby Crenshaw, and mm. yeah, I broke both my hands, but I'm still I, standing here, right? So I live to tell the story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but getting back before, I was talking about like it's weirdly carrying pictures around. But it's even weirder you're carrying pictures of your failures around. Like, mm-hmm. like, right. I really yeah. carry the pictures of the fights I won. Yeah. But, it, you know. And just it's just he's focusing on how the picture looks, not the the devastation that right. happened in that fight. Mm-hmm. I mean, that sounds terrible. Awful. Breaking your finger on somebody's face. Finger. He says I hand? broke Two both hands? of my hands. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> So he probably couldn't wipe his ass correctly for <laughs> two months after that day. Oh. But hey, the picture looks great. Polly's a good friend, though. <laughs> Wonder if he's that good. <laughs> yeah, that would be other level. He asks if she's having a good time. But she, uh, there's also a period where she has a little skating trouble here, where she starts to, uh, like, right after this conversation, um, yeah. she does that that almost fall. Oh yeah, yeah. Again. She's very not Rocky's sure. He's running alongside of her. He almost slips once. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't pointed that out, but he does like he does a c- couple of missteps too. And then he actually does a right at uh, the slide, a yeah, little slide, like right at mid. He goes Woo! <laughs> I feel like that's just a pure, you know, actor moment or human moment, not an acting, not an acting yeah, voice. yeah. That's not a Rocky thing. That was a Sylvester Stallone thing, right? Because you yeah. you can't write that. Yeah. But he says he's not too graceful and that uh, he doesn't move well. But he can really swat. I like that. It's good and descriptive, you know, just... Yeah. And it's that that's throughout all the movies that they always allude to his punching power. Yeah. But he goes back to thing again, that he's a Southpaw and nobody wants to fight a Southpaw. So now he's just going back and repeating all Yeah. Like, if, if you ever talk to somebody shy somebody who's shy it's hard it's a difficult task because you're not getting as much feedback from the person as you would in a normal conversation so just whatever you're getting out of them if it feels like a chore right especially on like a first date because you would think like a first date if conversation stopped you would be like oh my god she's not into me Mm -hmm. this and that so maybe he wants to keep talking so that it seems like the date's going well because if you stop and you have that silence, mm-hmm. then you're going to think, oh, my God, this is falling apart. Yeah. No one likes awkward silence. Right. It's kind of funny. You spend your whole first date avoiding this silence. And, like, now, like, I'm married or whatever. There's nights when I'm just like, I just, can you just shut <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so this, just kidding. Uh, this podcast is kind of like your uh, therapy session, isn't it? Yeah. It's an introspective into today's life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rocky minute anymore, or but no, like you get older, you 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 don't mind the silence as much sure, anymore. Sure. You appreciate the silence. Well, you, you but you're also at a point where you're comfortable around that person, where silence, yeah. like a few seconds of silence, doesn't feel like an eternity. Right, right. Yeah, sometimes it can be nice. You're just in the comfort and and you know, feeling safe with somebody is nice. When, yeah, in, you know, in those silences. So yeah. 
You know, I've um, I've been in situations where uh, my wife's oh here we go my wife's <laughs> friends I'm not the only one with problems. <laughs> <laughs> my wife's friends started dating mm-hmm. this guy, so you know she she wants us to all get together and go out to dinner, and then talking to the guy is like rubbing your teeth on dude. concrete. Oh. It's it's brutal because you know I mean if somebody's not giving you. Uh, a back and forth as like normal conversations go it just god it's brutal yeah sure painful so we've all been there oh yes yeah so he brings it uh back to him but kind of you know wants to get her a little bit involved asks her if she knows how he got started into fighting <laughs> <laughs> oh man but you know but you don't come back to the uh, i just thought of this the uh i was thinking about when uh, first dates and awkward silence and all that and i was trying to think back to my first date at hoosiers <laughs> If there was any awkward silence, and, and it really didn't matter because I wouldn't be able to hear her talking yeah. anyway. She was so far away. <laughs> she could probably talk to the guy on the other side of her. Pretty... I would yeah, yell yeah. across How... the theater. <laughs> She'd need a bullhorn. I, I really think that it, um, this whole scene is just like a genuine, like, this is how an awkward first date mm-hmm. would go. Yeah. That's what's the beauty of it. It wasn't, you know, you can tell that this wasn't. You know, totally scripted out. I know I said this in the beginning, but this is exactly how you would expect a date between these two to to go. And I'm glad I'm there for the ride. <laughs> and it is kind of fortunate that it ended up being in this empty ice rink instead of, like you said earlier, you know, a, a crowded restaurant or whatever. Because in a restaurant, you'd have background activity, waiters and people mm-hmm. ordering, and the the general chatter of other people. Mm-hmm. To kind of fill those awkward silences, whereas yeah, here yeah. you get nothing. Like even the attendant is gone, aside from, you know, three minutes, seven, whatever, you know, shouting right. out numbers. But um, it, it, the, I guess the, um, what is it called? It's called a eucatastrophe when something unexpected happens for the benefit. And okay. so it's kind of eucatastrophic that <laughs> they end up with this place. For because they have no budget, mm-hmm. and it it really works, and it makes the scene more memorable for sure. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I'll write your four dollar check for that word. Okay, thank you. Okay, no problem. I would actually uh, like to hear about because um, obviously we want you know studying this movie. You hear about a lot of these things how you know they they go the way they weren't supposed to go, or something like this with low budget changes everything, and it it turns into this memorable scene or whatever. I, I would like to hear like other movies where that's happened. Like I haven't analyzed any of the movies minute by minute, but oh yeah, you know. But yeah, like I would like I would like to. I'm interested now in learning about other other movies. How it, you know there could be other famous scenes that we know about that were created very similarly, where yeah. something went wrong, they ran out of money, they did this and that or whatever. And it actually works to their benefit. And it actually works to the benefit. It makes it memorable. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, all yeah. good points. This could have also gone very bad. I mean, they could have filmed this and it not came out this way, and they'd be like, oh, shit. yeah. Yeah, but, it, I mean, it's one of the more memorable scenes in a movie. Yeah. And it's like for, for its genuine first date feel. Yeah. Not for it anything slows else. it way down. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's interesting at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's not one of those scenes that it slows down and is boring or... But it do, it doesn't stop here because we ha, we have a whole nother week and a half of this date. Yeah. When it goes back to his apartment, so it's, it's funny because when you sent me the minutes, I saw like you know the little thumbnail image of each 
of mm-hmm. the five minutes. And I thought, there's no way that there's five minutes on, on the ice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just, I was completely shocked because I yeah. figured I'd have a little bit of either the, the Thanksgiving part and then some ice skating and then the, you know, what comes next. Like, Back at the apartment. Yeah, like yeah. I, I was shocked that it's there's literally five minutes of ice skating. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm happy with how it turned out, but it is it just completely blew me away. Yeah, man. And when when you're watching it as a as a a regular person in the theater back in the day, like it, it this ice skating scene probably went by real fast and you're just like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was ice skating. Yeah, yeah. We've been talking about it for it's I think tomorrow will be five uh, five you know five twenty minute like episodes. A good hour yeah. of, of discussing this <clears throat> five twenty minute episode is not an hour. No, no, it's almost two. <laughs> yeah. So almost two hours of talking about this quick couple minutes of this movie. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, one more day of ice skating. Yeah, strap in everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she says no when he asks, you know, how I got into fighting. And for some he- reason, he yells if he's talking too <laughs> loud. <laughs> That's the best. I know. Like he's been talking that way the whole time, but yeah. he he raises his voice to ask if he's talking too loud. But keep in mind, he's been running the entire time uh, <laughs> on ice, <laughs> so he's winded. And <laughs> yeah, we already know his conditioning isn't that yeah, great. Yeah. Um, but you know, did you notice <laughs> her stumbling? Oh, yeah, she, yeah. Like she tries to uh, run. Oh my god, awful! She's but awful on the ice. When when he yells, "Am I talking too loud?" She looks up for some reason. <laughs> Like she watching the echo bounce I, off the. I think it is the echo because <laughs> when I was reading about the the building itself and it's like, it's kind of known for having those low ceilings and even now it's an office building, they uh, they renovated the inside and just kept you know kept the outside the same and now it's just an office building but they kept those low ceilings mm-hmm. and just built in cubicles inside the room so they were talking about uh, yeah the low ceiling being oh, yeah, uh, yeah. like a standout feature of the building or something you know. Yeah, I, so yeah, I imagine yeah. when he says, "Am I talking too loud?" It just probably sounded <laughs> so loud to her. <laughs> yeah, it probably startled her. Yeah, and again, that's probably one of those like, uh, like not acting moments. It's just him, Stallone, like yes, yeah, noticing the echo and then just throwing that in there. It might have startled her. Yeah, the attendant calls out three minutes. So Rocky goes on to tell a story about how his old man told him. That he was never born with much of a brain, so he better start using his body. So that's why he became a fighter. A uh, little, little bit more insight into Rocky's background. I love that little, little glimpse that you kind of get, because um, it's not a lot of information, but it's just enough to know, just to get a sense of kind of the world he came from or you know, the, the way he grew up. Yeah, and really, we don't, we never hear about his parents at all. So to him. For him to start off by, you know, saying this about didn't he? He said that his his father wasn't smart, right? He say that. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember that. So, something like, well, he started to yeah, about how his father, who wasn't smart, told him that he was never born with much of a brain, so he better start using his body. Mm. So here's an interesting thought just occurred to me. So, we we kind of know that Sylvester Stallone is writing this movie. And it's, it's essentially about him being an actor or trying to make his way, you know, into acting and, and the rejection that he gets. And that's, you know, that's the parallel with the, the fighter. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and he says his his father tells him he's gonna have to use his body because his brain isn't any good. So before this movie, he did the softcore porn movie. <laughs> yes, he did. Is mm. is that him selling his body? Oh <laughs> man, using his body because his brain wasn't a uh... yeah. Uh, oh god! <laughs> just just thinking about that just, movie just occurred to me. Like the line of using your body, you know. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah. that kind of usually will mean sex a lot of times. So yeah, yeah, right. Like, like a prostitution yeah, sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh man, where's this gone? This podcast. Jeez. Oh no! I'm gonna go throw up. Oh, but her ice skating. Terrible. You hear like in, in this at the end of this minute, you hear like she's. Usually when you're ice skating, you're, it's graceful. Like mm. you're you're gliding along the ice. She's yeah. you, you hear the pounding of the skates on the ice. <laughs> but to, she's stumbling through. In her defense, though, she is trying to like stay with him. Uh, you know, it'd be cool. It'd be nice if once she hit the ice, she was just like a swan and was yeah, just, like yeah. doing these twirls and like free. You know, you see her like become this flower, you know, like yeah. out of her shell kind of thing. That would but, be something. But where he has to just stay essentially stay side by side with him throughout this. So <laughs> she's not given the opportunity to really open up, you know. But where I wonder where she learned how to ice skate because she doesn't go out ever. Mm-hmm. She doesn't look like the kind of person that's gonna be like, Oh, I feel like getting some ice timing, let me just go down to the rink by myself and go ice skating. She obviously hasn't have a whole lot of friends to go out ice skating with. Where, she, where did she learn this? When she was a kid? Yeah, probably. I could see it. Like, hasn't yeah. been pr- practicing, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but she spends a lot of time like leaning forward. It looks like she's always trying to catch her balance forward. Maybe she's she should be back a little more. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> and it's probably one of those things like we're only told that she likes ice skating from Polly. You know, right, right. So maybe when she was twelve, she really liked, loved ice skating, and that's the yeah. only thing that he like, because he's too self-involved. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that's just what he thinks of when he thinks of his sister. Like, what does she do? Uh, she ice skates. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, because he knows that the real answer is probably she likes to sit in her room and read a book and go to the mm-hmm. pet shop. You know. But obviously that's not date material, so yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe this is all because Polly doesn't know his sister. I uh, yeah, ice skating is barely date material. But yeah. Yet here we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she uh, she gives a little giggle. Uh, Rocky asks why she's laughing. Yeah. And uh, she says that her mother told her the opposite, and we end here. Hmm. The opposite of. Born, not born with much of a brain, so he better start using his body. What could be the opposite of that? I don't know. I have to tune in tomorrow, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, Travis? Yo. Hit it. Okay. Um, yeah, so like I said yesterday, you can uh, check me out on the upcoming show, Watchmen Minute. And until we, like, we're in pre production right now, so. It, in the meantime, you can check out uh, facebook.com slash Watchman Minute, and we'll be posting mm-hmm. updates and links and all kinds of stuff as we progress. And then we'll also be on Twitter at Watchman Minute, and the same goes for Instagram. There you go. Nice. All right. The ever-growing list of Movies by Minutes podcast continues. That's right.
why don't you stop by Twitter while you're on Twitter at the Watchman Minute? Did you say Twitter? You did say Twitter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> while you're there, why don't you swing by Rocky Minute and give us a like? Or when you're on the Watchman Minute Facebook page, why don't you swing by Mighty Mix and uh, come join the conversation? Or uh, go to DuelingGenre.com. Tomorrow I'll read off a list of all the wonderful shows they got going on over there. Let's, uh, let's see how this how this wraps up this wonderful date. Okay. So come back and join us tomorrow on the next Rocky Minute. <laughs>